and we are back devils on the rush season two episode six we are back with a very very special guest um rangers super fan scott cooper from ocean city new jersey um but before we get the coop uh alex how you doing how's everything going uh, i'm good you know i just I have to calm myself down from that big Cal foot signing earlier. So, um, but yeah, otherwise good. Listen, we are just bringing brothers together. Yeah, seriously. Um, we need to get Philip Bratt back in the picture. And Riley Smith. Oh, right. Riley Smith and Brendan Smith. I always forget they're related. They're brothers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. no, I always forget that they're brothers. <clears throat> yeah, so... Um, all right. Uh, today's episode is just going to be a little bit of a free-for-all, just recap the summer, uh, talk about some free agency uh, signings, some trades, um, you know, maybe do a review of the Metro and uh, just have a great conversation with a hockey nerd and uh, Scott Cooper. Yeah. All right. Uh, Coop, how you doing? Welcome back to the pod. It's great to be with you guys. It's, it's nice to be talking hockey on, what is it, August 10th? Yeah. It's time. It's time. Well, how many it's days time. out are we, Alex? <laughs> um, I mean, I think training camp is like around the 15th or 16th. That's when the rookies report. So we're like five weeks out almost. It's not too All far right. away. All right. Well, listen, I don't want to wish the summer away because I do enjoy the summer, but um, it's, uh, it's, good to, it's good to talk hockey and, and have something to look forward to. Yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. All right, let's kick it off with the most recent blockbuster trade. That was uh, the Penguins acquiring Eric Carlson. So buckle up and wait for a minute while I read through all these names that I'll probably butcher. So Pittsburgh receives Eric Carlson from San Jose Sharks, Rem Pitlick from Montreal, Dylan Hamaluk from San Jose Sharks, and a 2026 third-round draft pick. From the San Jose Sharks. The San Jose Sharks received 2024 first round draft pick from Pittsburgh, Mikael Granlin from Pittsburgh, Jan Ruta from Pittsburgh, and Mike Hoffman from Montreal. Now, Montreal, for their services as being the third team in the trade, get a second round pick in 2025 from Pittsburgh, Jeff Petrie from Pittsburgh, Casey DeSmith from Pittsburgh, and Nathan Lagar from Pittsburgh. Alex, initial reaction to the trade? Uh, so I think the Penguins pretty much hit a home run here because Carlson's still, I mean, he can't defend that well anymore at this point in his career, but he's still probably the best offensive defenseman in the league. I mean, he is coming off a 100-point season, so hard to argue that, I guess. Um, but they also cleared cap space, and they somehow got younger by trading Petrie instead of, and getting rid of Granlin. Um, and putting Carlson in, even though he's 33 years old. So there's really, I mean, there's really nothing to, I guess, there's no gripes with what Kyle Dubas did in, I guess, what is really his first significant transaction as Penguins uh, GM. Because, like, he made a bunch of signings in free agency, and then obviously Riley Smith, but nothing compares to, you know, what he did with Carlson. And, uh, yeah, I don't think they're better than the Hurricanes and the Devils, but I think they're going to be now in the mix for a top three spot in the Metropolitan Division. I think playing Carlson with Latang and uh, Crosby and Malkin, I think they're going to have a pretty high-powered offense, even though those guys are in their mid-30s. They are still at the top of their games. So really nice addition by Pittsburgh. Uh, just made the division even that more competitive. Probably it's already the best division in the NHL, and now you add Carlson to the mix. It's uh, It's pretty crazy. Cool. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. I, again, it's I mean a top heavy team got t- more even more top heavy. I mean, if you look, if you want to poke a few holes in, like Alex is like your top four D, you're gonna have Latang and Carlson on your right right side, and I'm, who am I missing? Patterson. Who else? Who's the other lefty? They signed Ryan Graves in free agency. Right. Oh yeah, your guy Graves. I, but you know. Their bottom six, they're going to have problems. They're just done, you know, Achari and those type guys, you know. And it, with them, it's, you know, are they going to stay healthy? And the issue is in goal. The issue yeah. is in gold. They paid Jerry a lot of money. He doesn't stay healthy. He's making, what, 5-3-5. Five, five. You're going to have to cross your fingers there. You know, it, it, it could be a home run, although a friend of mine who's a big Penguins fan lives there. Um, 
he said they are deifying uh, Dubis after this deal. But his comment to me in general was they are done winning. So, you know, this, that that's a fan who follows it very closely, who, you know, certainly acknowledges that, you know, the they're going to be a lot of fun to watch and they're going to be high octane. But, uh, you know, again, another short-term deal and, and top-heavy talent. Although, Alex, you know, like you said, it's a deal you can't not do if you have the wherewithal to do it. Yeah, I think the thing is that they're just trying to extend Crosby's window for one more run. Um, it's kind of like a last hurrah kind of thing. What does he have, two or three years left on his deal uh, or something like that before he is unrestricted free agent? So I think they're just trying to give it one more go with him. And, you know, with Carlson, that gives them the best opportunity, I think, at this point, uh, given where they are uh, as a team. Yeah, I kind of agree with your friend that I don't think they're winning Stanley Cups anymore, but this should definitely get them back into the playoffs. And, you know, once you get in, who knows? I mean, look at the Panthers this year. Um, But I also agree with you that Tristan Jari needs to stay healthy or otherwise – I don't think you can bank on Alex Nedeljkovic uh, carrying you far in net, uh, especially since they got rid of Casey DeSmith in this deal. So, yeah, you just answered my question. I was going to ask who their backup goalie is now. Yeah, it's Nedeljkovic. So, you know, if Jari gets hurt, you're probably in a little bit of trouble there if Nedeljkovic has to play uh, the majority of games. So we'll see what happens there. But if Jari stays healthy, I think they should be fine. Do they have cap issues once Gensel comes off LTIR? Um, yeah, I think they're going to have to clear a little bit of cap space. Um, but somehow in that trade, the Carlson trade that they managed by moving all these guys, Cranlin to Smith, um, Petrie, they cleared up a ton of cap space, uh, even by adding Carlson's $10 million cap. It, I think they opened up something like, or they, they still over the cap, but I think they saved like one or $2 million in cap space. So they, they will have to make a move though. I think once Gensel comes off LTIR. I mean, I mean, I think. What do you think about the San Jose return? I mean, they. I think that's a huge win in itself that they don't have to retain any of that salary. Yeah, I think people are kind of missing that part of the deal for San Jose. Um, like they needed to get out of that contract. They're a rebuilding team. They they need the cap space, and now that they're only paying what one point five million dollars on the retention, that's. I think that's a pretty big win. I mean, that's $10 million in cap space that just freed up for them for the next four years. Um, they still have some bad contracts on the books. And I'm not even, I don't even think Carlson's contract was bad. They just needed to get rid of it because they're not competitive. Um, so I think they did well. It looked in that bad regard. for one or two years, though. I mean, yeah, it didn't look great initially, but now he's coming off a 100 point season again. And I guess he's healthy. Uh, that was the big thing. So, you know, that definitely helps for San Jose. In their, in their own way, they got lucky because they jumped in <clears throat> with Carlson on this size deal at the wrong time, in my opinion. You know, you had yeah. Couture is getting older. Uh, at the time, Thornton was getting older. It was not the time to pay them this type of money. Yeah, but what, what, what what's Pittsburgh doing right now? They're doing exactly what the Sharks did. Yeah, but they're still but, like. But their base is their base is much better though. Yeah, this Latang Crosby. I mean, I mean, I mean that Sharks team was in the fi- in the Western Conference Finals. Quite a bit, right? I mean, they I were in the Stanley Cup in 2018 or something, I think. Yeah, that was like, the boar, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was the boar. But, I, you know, with that, with the aging core, I, I mean, you, but, I mean, Thornton didn't have much left at that time. Like, Couture did. Yeah. You had Hurdle. I just thought it was a tough time to go long term deal for a guy. And they got, and they got out of it. Because he came up, he came through with a big year for him, and he became even more marketable. <clears throat> yeah, and the thing is too with like Pittsburgh, that Crosby's still coming off what like a ninety point season or whatever he just had. Like, and Malkin is still quite good. I think he was point per game this year, even above it. Um, Latang is not elite anymore, but he's still pretty good too. Marcus Patterson's good. Like they have some good pieces there. I don't. It's not like San Jose was that fall off was coming pretty quick um, after they made that final back in 2018 or whenever that was. Um, so I don't think it's like an apples to apples comparison here. I think Pittsburgh, uh, like I don't think there's Stanley Cup contenders anymore. I'd be kind of surprised if they were, but they're going to make the Metropolitan Division a lot more competitive this year for sure. I think the you know, getting Carlson there could get them close to a 100-point team. 
Yeah, I mean, it was crazy because every time we played the Penguins last year, we kind of just walked all over them. Yeah, I mean, they were too uh, slow. I mean, I, mean I should rephrase that. We skated around them. Um, they looked old and decrepit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't I mean, think much has changed. Old. Yeah, they're still going to be old, and I th- still think that they're actually a pretty good matchup for the Devils because Carlson does not make them better defensively. Um, but and if you could stay yeah. out of the box, I mean, that's the thing, right? Their special teams are going to be nuts now. Yeah, with Carlson on the first power play, and then I mean, you could even hypothetically have Carlson and Latang both on the first power play. Like you put Carlson in like a shooting position or something like that. Um, you could do a lot of things there. So, um, but I still think they're a good matchup for the Devils because the Devils are just a lot younger and faster than them, and they're still kind of old and they're not the quickest team anymore for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm sure they'd like to do something, and they can't. They'd love to do something with that Carter contract. And with the yeah. over 35, there's nothing they can do with it. And they're just yeah. sitting there. And Yeah, they're stuck with that. Um, so, you know, I, I think he's got, what, a year left? Is he in the last year? For I think he's in the last year now, yeah. Yeah, so if, they're just going to have to live with it for this year. I mean, if, you know, worst comes to worst, maybe they can. Dubas getting out of all these contracts now makes you wonder if there's some team willing to take on. Carter, I'd be kind of surprised, though, at this point. Um, There'd have to be a sweetener, I would guess. Yeah, for sure. And I don't think they want to give up a sweetener. Uh, I think the thing is now that you can, you know, kind of like keep them down the lineup now because you've improved the depth with Achari and Lars Eller and stuff like that. Um, maybe even move them to the wing if you need to. So, um, but yeah, I like what Dubas did this offseason. I think the Penguins should definitely, I mean, if you look at, who the other wildcard team was, the Islanders. I think the Penguins just kind of lapped them at this point. The Islanders didn't do anything this offseason, and Dubas did a ton of stuff to make that team better. So I think the Islanders are they're probably an easy out now, I would think. Yeah, Islanders are toast. They're, yeah. they're done. Lou made them old and slow, and they're toast. He hasn't added anything to the team, which is the problem. Like They have Sorokin, who's probably going to just make them good enough to be annoying and stay in, like on the bubble, but I can't see them being better than Pittsburgh unless... Well, like, if you look back, I mean, P- Pittsburgh lost to Chicago last yeah. regular season game of the year, right? That, that, that allowed yeah, I mean, the Islanders the- to get in. I mean, that's an unconscionable loss. And Columbus, I actually too, watched it. I couldn't believe what I'm watching, but that's that's how the Islanders got in. Yeah, the Islanders essentially failed upward last year. They didn't really do anything to get in to the playoffs. It was just Pittsburgh blowing it at the end. And I don't think they're going to – what's the team like – what having Carlson on their team now, I don't really think that should be much of an issue. I think they probably get in – even if they're a wild card team this coming season, I think they should get in there pretty comfortably. They have to be healthy, though. I mean, it's just – you know. It's, yeah, that's the thing. Just... is, and One injury to any of these guys could – kill them especially Tristan Jari so 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 let's get into the Islanders let's just do a few a uh, full metro I, I think yeah, we covered everything from the Penguins um so the Islanders this year have signed Engvall to a seven-year contract Mayfield to a seven-year contract Varmalov to a four-year contract Gautier Coleman Pino each signed contracts with the Islanders Wallstrom signed a one-year contract and Skarik signed a two-year contract. Um, and then they have unrestricted free agents of Colin Adams, Colbard, Drew, Blade Jenkins, Jeff Kubiak, Richard Panic, Zach Parisi, Corey Schneider, and Bode Wild. Yeah, I mean, I think the one thing they're waiting for now is if Zach Parisi is going to retire or not. I don't think we've gotten that announcement yet, right? I don't, I don't remember that coming across. But, Imagine that being your uh, big thing you're waiting for in the uh, Yeah, I mean, he was deep last season. I think he had 20 goals or close to it, even a little above. But, yeah, I mean, the fact that they haven't had any external additions. I think the last two offseasons, they, they didn't sign anyone or trade for anyone last offseason either, didn't they? I think they just ran back the same team this year. And they yeah, because the, big, the big move was Horvat during the year. But I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Some of the stuff Lou does is just – I mean, Alex, I, you, you can't – some of them off is an excellent backup, but you can't bend too far on a backup for four years when you have a Vesna candidate. I mean, yeah. you know, maybe that nets out to maybe, you know, maybe more than a million more than you want to pay. But why four years for a guy – you know, you, you have a Vesna candidate there. I don't know. I mean, again, you know, nets out to two, four a year. 
maybe it's not a big deal. I just thought it was bizarre. Yeah. And I mean, he's, he's 35. Be, yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's going to be I 39 mean, at the end of that contract. I mean, ideally, don't you don't you want him back up in the one 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 two range if you can? Yeah. Why, like, you think like someone like Yaroslav Halak would have made a lot of sense for them as a backup? Because especially since you think familiarity. Is, yeah. Yep. And Sorok- yep. Yeah, right. Familiarity. And then Sorokin is going to get, you would think, around 60 games. So like Halak is still pretty decent. Like he could play 20 to 25 games if you need him to instead. They, and that would give him a little more cap space to have done something maybe this offseason, whether it's like a, a I don't know, like a middle six forward or something like that. They right. need scoring. That's their problem. Lou's uh, trying to build the 95 Devils. Yeah, I, I really I, – like, I don't know what the plan is there. Like, are they trying to be this competitive team? But, like, it just seems like they're stuck in the no man's land of being, like, a 14th to 15th, 18th team in the league. Like, what are you doing here? The worst spot to be because then you don't get high draft picks, but you're not in the playoffs or you're yeah. a first-round exit. Yeah, and- exactly. It's it's like purgatory, and it's it's awful. You might as well just be in hell for, you know, three to four years, and, and you know if you can build properly. I mean, there are some organizations that can't get out of their own way, but um, yeah, I, I don't know what the Islanders are doing. I would, yeah. I, I wouldn't toss them out of the playoff mix, though. I wouldn't. Yeah, I think they'll be in With it. The goaltending, and you know, they're they're not they're they're okay on the back end. They have a good top six. Um, I mean, you got a lot of talent in Horvat, obviously, and uh, Barzell and Anders Lee. Um, but it's just that I think they lack the depth. I mean, they used to have the best fourth line in the NHL. It's aging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah those guys have fallen off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even the like- back end is still good. I mean, I uh, Pollock and uh, Petrie and uh, – Well, Pelic. no, Dobson. Oh, Dobson. Yeah. Dobson yeah. Dobson's Pelic. a top pair. Yeah. Um, the thing and, is, and they like Romanov, so I forgot about him. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing with the Islanders is like, I don't, Bo Horvat's not gonna have the crazy shooting bender that he did last mm-hmm. season. I mean, even after the trade, his shooting, especially not in the Metro, yeah, that, yeah, and just there's not that type of talent. Like, I think Barzell's kind of overrated. I don't really think he's worth the nine and a half million dollar cap it he gets um i just yeah, don't but he's a man rocket though he's, you know you gotta pay him for those good looks too i mean sure but you know he's just i don't know i don't i really don't know what the islanders i think they're gonna be in the mix like coop said because of sorokin but i don't think they're gonna get in i think they'll miss by like four or five points or something like that six points yeah i mean because then they're also competing with the teams in the atlantic and the atlantic definitely got better at that mid region of teams with, you know, the senators and the sabers, even Detroit, Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. So that, uh, that, that, you know, wildcard race is going to be a dogfight. Yeah. It's going to be competitive for sure. I could see as many as like 11 to 12 teams fighting for those two wildcard spots. So, or like 11 to 12 teams. I can even see the Panthers not making the playoffs again. I I totally agree. Yeah. They're starting out without, no Montour, right? He's out and for Ekblad. how long? Yeah, both of them. Ekblad yeah, and Montour. I mean, there, there's your top two guys. I mean, so you bring in Mikola, and I'm I'm losing track of who else they brought in. Oliver Ekman Larson was another they, guy. Oh yeah, they brought him in. Oh great. But uh, <laughs> I agree. I I agree with the fishermen here. I mean, they're no lock. I mean, look, you look back, Alex. It's such a fine line. I mean, Marshan's in breakaway on. Uh, on uh, Bobrovsky, two seconds to go in game five. He scores there. None of this happens. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. None of it happens. And this, you know, they're a footnote. They're nothing. They're done after five. And every, they built off that. They, you know, Boston and, Blue leads in game six and game seven. Um, look, credit to credit to the Panthers for doing it. But, I mean, yeah, that's how close it was. To, you know, um, Bobrovsky saved them, then played well. But n- nobody could have predicted that run. Yeah, for sure. And I don't think Bobrovsky's – that was kind of like, I think, a last hurrah for him a little bit. In the playoffs, he hasn't really been that great in the regular season for a few years now. So, I'd, And now that they're going to be missing their two, the top two defensemen to start, probably for our first couple of months of the season, if I remember reading that correctly, that's definitely not yeah. going to help them. Should we move to uh, our favorite team in Ohio? <laughs> Columbus, yeah. <laughs> Columbus. Um, so if I'm reading this correctly – 
Go ahead. They haven't signed anyone. Yeah, they didn't make any free agent signings. They just mm-hmm. had the two trades. Provorov. Provorov and, and Damon. Oh, okay. So fair enough. Okay. So I guess technically we are talking free agent. I'm looking at a free agent uh, tracker. But yeah, I mean, they added on the back end, which they wanted to do, um, in two defensemen that were – polarizing for their own fan bases that they came from. (laughs) Um, We can start with... And you get Wierenski back, too. You do get Wierenski back. We could start with Provorov. Um, When Provorov was first drafted, uh, I mean, sky was the limit for Mm -hmm. this kid. He was unbelievable. He was running their power play. He was their top pair um, or, you know, top four. Um, But the past two to three seasons, it's been... Uh, severe decline, uh, defensive statistics, offensive statistics. And it seems like he really didn't like anyone or they didn't like him in the locker room from all reports. So uh, with that being said, fresh start for him in Columbus. Um, I think Yarmo is probably hoping that there's still some of that old player left in there. Uh, I mean, he's not even that old, right? No, 28? No, he's – yeah, he's yeah, – I mean, He was in the same draft class as Pavel Zaka, so however – Oh, so 26. 20, yeah. So, um, or 25, yeah, whatever, something yeah, like that. He's in the 2015 but, class. Okay. So, and then, and then they get Damon Severson. Um, you know, personally, the, I think uh, this pod is favorable of Damon Severson, but uh, definitely not at that number. I mean, that was 6.25, if, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, for eight years. I mean, there was no way the Devils were ever going to touch that sniff at anything. Um, so it, it was a little sad to see him go, but I think, he can bring a lot to that Columbus team, but um, he's definitely going to be eating a lot of cap. Here's your wild card. How good is Fantilli? Yeah. I've talked to some people to say that Fantilli is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I think he's a big. Not, he, could he could he have the impact? Of, you know, I mean, we know Bedard's Bedard, but I think if you still compare the two teams, and you know, I'm speaking. You know, speaking of being polarizing, obviously Babcock is, but he can make them better on the short term. Kind of like a Tortorella type thing. Uh, he can make them better. You know, I mean, you're a 59 point team, so how much better? But I think the problem is, though, he's is he the right guy to bring Fantilli in? Right? He's yep. notoriously bad with young players. Yep. Um, so you, you kind of feel for the kid in that sense, but maybe he's turned over a new leaf, and we got a new Mikey Babcock. But uh, I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Babcock is, like, this is his last chance to coach in the NHL, so he has to change, or otherwise it's just not going to work for him. So I think that's what Columbus is banking on a little bit here. Um, I think Fantilli is immediately their first-line center, without a Mm -hmm. doubt. You just look at their center Mm -hmm. depth, it's pretty rough. Um, I think he'll be in the Calder conversation, as Calder Trophy is probably Mm going to be pretty insane this year between Bedard and Fantilli and Luke Hughes and some, you know, prospects who were drafted in previous drafts um logan cooley probably be in the mix too um i think fantilli's automatically the first line center uh how much he can help them you know i'm not really sure i think he'd probably probably be like a 50 to 60 point guy in his first year as a rookie um i mean you got goudreau and line a yeah he'll get power play time he'll get power play time with those guys and he, yeah, yeah, I mean, Boone Jenner was their first line center last year, so like you know, Fantilli is going to be playing in a scoring role. Um, I just think that they have so much ground to make up Columbus um, that they're not going to come close to sniffing the playoffs. But I still think they'll probably be like a seventy-five to eighty-point team. A lot of it depends on Elvis Merzlikens bouncing back too. He was really bad last year, and part of that was because he played you know behind a terrible defense. Um, I just don't know how much Provorov and Severson upgrade their defense, to be honest. We'll see. Well, they also lost Gabrikov midseason, too. Yeah, they traded Gabrikov to L.A. Yeah, that's right, L.A. Um, So we'll see what happens. I mean, they have a surplus of defense in there. They got Adam Boquist. They have Jake Bean. Uh, David Yerchek is probably going to factor into the the conversation this year as well. He he was the same year as Nemec, right? Yeah, he went. Uh, I mean, whatever pick Columbus had that year was at six, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he went in the 2021 draft. I think he'd probably he be Slovak like a, too. He's Czech. So, Czech. Okay. Um, he'd probably be third pair defenseman from you know this year, and if all goes well, he'd move up the lineup. So I think Columbus is definitely improved, but if 
I mean, I still think they're probably going to be, you know, hanging around with the Flyers in the seventh to eighth spot in the Metropolitan Division. Just everyone ahead of them is just way better than them right now. I don't want to veer off the road here. It's your guy's show. But just your quick thoughts, both of you, on the Bruins. Uh, I think they're going to be significantly worse, but they have such a high bar uh, that they can drop down from that they probably still be in the playoff conversation. Like, I think their goaltending between Ulmark and Swayman is just going to be good enough to keep them in it, too. Um, I think the Atlantic division as a whole, at least the top half of it, got a lot worse this offseason between Tampa losing a lot of depth. Um, you know, I, Toronto, I, they're going to be good. They probably won that division, but they're a lot worse defensively. But, but who are they trading? Who, Boston? Toronto. I mean, they're still over the cap. Who yeah. who's leaving? They, yeah, I don't know. They're going to have to figure that out at some point. Um, maybe it's a waivers move or a couple of waivers moves, uh, you know, when training camp preseason roll around. Uh, they just signed Martin Jones today, too. That's another yep. $875,000 on their cap, which when you're over the cap already, uh, I don't know. Uh, they have, I guess they need the goaltending depth since Joseph Wall is probably going to be their backup next year and they, they need a little insurance just in case. But uh, yeah, I don't know what Bradtree Living has up his sleeve to get the cap situation fixed there. Is it? Yeah. Okay. But back to the Bruins. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think they're going to definitely fall off. I mean, obviously, it, it's, it's the opposite of Columbus, right? Like you couldn't be better than what they were in the regular season yeah, last year. No chance. Um, and then I think injuries probably plagued them in that first round series. And as Coop said, if Marshawn pots it, you're talking com- something completely different. Um, but I think up the middle, what are they going to do? Right? Exactly. And I, I, I've heard just some scuttlebutt that they're in on Shifley. Now, what you would have to give up for a Shifley, I don't know. But he would fit what they need. I mean, you lose Krejci, you lose Bergeron. Yeah. And, I mean, you have a hole in the middle there. You, you're looking at Charlie Coyle. I mean, would they even consider Zaka in the middle? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. I just I've I've heard for what it's worth, maybe very little that they're in on Shifley. Now, who would go the other way? I have no idea. Unless it's a DeBrusque, would you yeah. do that? You already they got rid of the prospects. Yeah. I mean, you stop thinking they they whatever you think of Hall. Hall's gone. Bertuzzi's gone. Krejci's gone. Bergeron's gone. I'm sure I'm missing someone, and you're replacing them with Van Riemsdyk. Lucic, Boquist, and on the back end, Shattenkirk. Now, their back end's you still okay. Or- you lost Orloff, too. That's right. You lost Orloff. I forgot about that as That's well. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, their back end. And, but, I mean, they basically lost their whole fourth line, too, because they lost um, uh, Garnet Hathaway. Um, Tom, Tomasz Nosek. Who the devil mm-hmm. signed. I mean, and, and Tomasz Nosek, I mean, we talked about this on the last podcast. He's got zero offensive skill. We've we've accepted that, but he's high fifties from the dot. So if yeah, you have him and McLeod on a fourth line, I mean that's two top ten center like face off. Good defensive. I mean, he's a good defensive forward too. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, I think the Bruins. If they get Shifley, that changes the game for them. Then I think they be a pretty good team. But it's like their salary cap too. Like then. What's going the other way to Winnipeg? Uh, that would be a complicated trade. I think you probably have to get a three-team trade in that one too to work the money out. I guess if you're Winnipeg, you. I mean, I mean that top just, pairing though is still really good. Yeah, Lindholm and uh, McAvoy. McAvoy, yeah, yeah. that's good. one of the best top pairs in the. Even there's nothing. The second pair, they still have Grizzlick and Brendan Carlo. That's pretty legit. Now, all right. I mean, but they have nothing at the farm. Yeah, they're they have nothing to call up. They have yeah. nothing to call up. I mean, the only legitimate <laughs> element that's it. Strictly a guess would be DeBrusque. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I would, if, I were Winnipeg, I would ask, if I were Winnipeg, I would ask for one of the goalies. Like, Because if you think yeah. you're going to lose Hellebuck. Good point. Yep, yeah, good point. Oh, guys, don't forget. They got JVR. Yeah. They didn't get any faster. <laughs> I mean, they brought Lucic back for, what, a million? Yeah. Yeah, it seems and to be work on the back end. I mean, they're patching. Imagine, imagine a line of uh, JVR and Lucic. That's yeah, uh, you don't want to deal. With. You'd, I mean, you'd be thinking of skating backwards. <laughs> who's yeah, centering like, that? So who's, uh, who's centering that? I mean, it honestly, wouldn't surprise me if they fell out of the playoff picture this year. Um, teams they have to do. I mean, they have. 
like you said, with limited cap space, they need a centerman. I mean, I just mean, just look on paper. If you put the Bruins roster next to the Senators roster, it's not, I don't think it's like that close. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird because if you look at the over-unders of like DraftKings or FanDuel, a lot of them they still, still have, have like a tenth favorite for the cup. I know. They have the Bruins at like 101.5 or 100.5 as an over-under. And then they have oh, I noticed that. I noticed yeah. that. Take the yeah, under. I was like, why? I would, yeah, I'm absolutely Alex, taking I did notice that. Yes, 101.5 and the Panthers at 99.5, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I would take the, the under, under on both of those teams for sure. Yes. Yes. All right, uh, let's get back to the metro. <laughs> yeah. All right, sorry to interrupt with the Bruins. I just wanted you guys' takes on the, cool. on the Bruins. Cool. You are all good. Uh, let's go <laughs> to the dumpster fire, otherwise known as the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, that's their name on this podcast. I'm not stopping you. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So they signed Garnett Hathaway to a two-year deal with the uh, infamous presser. Uh, Mark, Stahl, <laughs> Mark Stahl for one year. Uh, and then a bunch of other people that really don't matter outside of Cates. Yeah. They kept Cates at a two-year deal. Uh, oh, and York, York at a two-year deal too. He was. Uh, yeah. He was. They also good. acquired uh, Sean Walker and Cal Peterson in that three-team Provorov trade with LA. I mean, Add kind some, of minor moves at the end of the day, and they traded Kevin Hayes to St. Louis as well. So, uh, that deal just boggles my mind. The Kevin that Hayes they, deal. Yeah, that boggles my mind. They only I got mean, what, like a twenty twenty-four six-round pick for him for retaining fifty percent. That's my point. That's that. It's Alex. That's exactly my point, and I said it to my buddy here. If you're if your sweetener is eating half of that, you have to get more than a sixth. Yeah, I mean, it's just, in the twenty twenty-four class, there's there was. Are you telling me there was completely no market for Kevin Hayes, or you hold on to him and wait for somebody to go down? And he, I, I don't know. I mean, I've seen people say. I mean, they, they were obviously intent on moving. I mean, completely intent on moving him, and they were completely intent on moving Provorov no matter what. But what, the point you make it is spot on. I mean, if you're if you're going to eat, if you're not eating that, if 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 you're not eating that, okay, a six rounder, but you're eating half it. You there has to be a sweetener in there. You have to get a yeah. player. You have to get a third. You have to get a set. I, I don't get yeah. it. I would have been looking for a second round pick for retaining 50% of that deal. Cause what does he have like three or four years left on it or something like that too. It's yeah. not like he's only got a year left. So that was pretty rough move for Danny Briere in his first uh, off season. As the they obviously time. wanted him out. They yeah. I think him. they wanted to move him. Yeah. I think the thing there was like him and Tortorella just didn't get along. So I think they just, they were like, whatever, we'll take whatever for him and get, you know, send him to St. Mm-hmm. Louis. Um, he was supposed to be part of that big three-team trade, too, that, like, fell apart, I think. Remember, everyone was, like, hyping it up with the Flyers and Kevin Hayes and something else. Uh, and never worked yeah, out. Yeah, it was all speculation, yeah. Yeah, he just ended up going to St. Louis in a separate trade. Um, I mean, yeah, there's not really too much to say about the Flyers. They're not going to be actively trying to win games uh, this year. The thing is, like, Tortorella teams are never as bad as they should be. They always play hard. So, you know, I think they're going to hang around, like, the 70 to 75-point range. Um along with Columbus. The one thing I'm kind of not eager to say, that's definitely the wrong way to put it, but like the one thing I'm waiting to see is like, is Carter Hart involved in the 2018 WJC case? Like that changes things for the Flyers a lot. Then they're going to be pretty terrible if he's not in the picture this coming season. Um, So we have to just wait and see what happens with the names there. I don't know if he's involved. I know Frank Saravalli wrote on Daily Faceoff at some point in July that teams were concerned about trading for Carter Hart because of the 2018 case. So we just have to wait and see what happens there. Do you think the NHL told the Flyers that you can't trade him? No, I don't think so. I don't think they've told anybody who has a player um, uh, involved in that case that they can't trade him or anything like that. I just think maybe teams are taking their own kind of cautious approach as to what, you know, what they're going to do with these players. I mean, Frank Saravalli and some of these other insiders have been saying that teams are bracing for, uh, you know, pretty lengthy suspensions at, at a minimum with this case. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens when the report gets released, which I mean, I would think it has to come out before the season because I think teams want clarity on their players at this point. He's hundred percent right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I would. First of all, I wouldn't be anxious to trade Carter Hart to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, but, 
you know, I don't know the I don't know the extenuating circumstances. I've heard the same things you're hearing. So, but you know, goalies are hard to come by, and whether you're rebuilding, they're obviously rebuilding. There's nothing wrong with rebuilding with a guy like him because I, I don't know. We'll see what we'll see how it shakes out. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely next year's draft is not supposed to be as good as this come or this past summer's. But I mean, at the top end, there's a couple of pretty good players. I mean, obviously Mackie Celebrini. Uh, Ivan Demodov, top Russian prospect. I mean, he could even go first. And Cole Iserman, who's the top American, he could has a case for first too. So I think the Flyers are going to be in the conversation for one of those three players. I don't see them being competitive. Yeah, and and let's not forget. I mean, they got a hell of a player out of the draft. Uh, I mean, they took a little bit of a flyer on him, but I mean, it seems like this kid, can, you know, it, it might be the Meet steal 12, of the yeah. draft. Yeah, that um, was a steal getting him at seven. He's a top five talent for sure. Even top yeah. three, probably argue that. And he's playing with our buddy, right? Yeah, he's there in uh, Scott St. Petersburg with Arseny Gritsyuk. And then uh, Demodov, who I just mentioned, uh, he's also with Scott St. Petersburg. I don't know. He's only 17, so I don't know how much time he'll play in the KHL. But they've been playing, playing together in preseason games now. And it's apparently been pretty fun to watch. Coop, I mentioned this on the last podcast, but uh, I get random Russian hockey accounts uh, from Twitter sent to me by Alex, which is uh, strong. Yeah, very just, strong. Like, like it. And, some, like it. and sometimes it's like a six round pick, you know, that we got strong. in 2017. I like the commitment. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, Gritsuk was a fifth rounder, and by all accounts, he's going to maybe be a top nine forward. Yeah. I mean, if he's playing with Michkov in the. Uh the KHL this season that's going to be a lot of fun to watch all right are we done with the Flyers I mean we yeah, really shouldn't have given much. them this much air anyway <laughs> absolute freaking dumpster fire and the fans are even worse um all right well that leaves two teams left so Coop you're up the bat big guy um why don't what the floor is yours right this this is your baby okay this All is right. your baby. Tell us yeah. how you feel the Rangers offseason has gone so far. Given the restraints, fine. Um, look, I think – I don't think there's any – you know, it's not a news flash that, you know, you start with Carolina and the Devils and then you take a step down. Uh, well, no, we appreciate it. No, we get that. I mean, I think with the Rangers um, – I think the cap cap must have right. come in in the question, right? Yeah. Well, well, Wheeler was a coup. Now they could, you know, people can say whatever they want. Well, Wheeler was bought out, so it was easier for him to take less money. He still took less less money. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the open market, I mean, he was he was still. Don't you think, Alex? You guys looking? He was looking at a million five, don't you think? Yeah, I think he could have got like a million market. five. Yeah, yeah, he I, I, and he's still a hell of a player. He still help. I mean, helps. I mean, they they are vacant. I mean. You look back and guys were asking, what, what do you think? Well, you know, when the season ended in game seven, Devils, I mean, you lost Tarasenko, you lost Kane. So you lost two right wings for the time being. You had to fill that void. You still have empty – you're still empty on the right side. So, I mean, I think the, the Wheeler pickup was tremendous. And, again, he doesn't have to be great, but he has to give you something on the right side. I mean, I don't know – I mean, I can still envision Kane ending up with the Rangers at some point. Yeah, I can see I, it too. I can still see that happening. Um, but when that is, I don't know. I think they did as much as they could. They, I like the, you know, I like what they did on the bottom six. Uh, they got a little better. They got older though. And it, this team is still going to be tied to, to Kako and Lafreniere as to how good they are. Cause they're top, you know, you can say what you want about Panarin. He still gets you 90 points a year. I'm a Kreider fan. Mika, Trocek. I mean, they're going to give you enough. But if you're going to take the next step and you're going to mess with the Devils and you mess with Carolina, the two kids, and they're, you know, they got to step up. I mean, I'm tired of everybody. I'm tired of excuses that it's coaches, coaches. It may be. It's time for them to. It's time for them to step up. I mean, I don't. I don't think you're. I don't think you're asking them to be 30, 30 goal guys. But I mean, you have to be factors. I mean, Kako's going to at this point. He's penciled in to play with Mika and uh, and Kreider. I mean, you got to get points. So, I mean, you're looking at Jimmy. You know, I like Jimmy VC, and he's a heck of a signing for eight hundred thousand. You need players like him, that. You're looking at him as your third line right wing right now. That's why I think Kane may eventually work his way back there. But 
you know, you're going to have to, you're going to have to do some cap juggling on that too. So you touched on it briefly. You, you did have a, a change at the helm, uh, behind the bench, uh, thoughts on thoughts on the hiring. It's the safe way out. I mean, I, I, you know, if, if you would ask me when the search started, uh, you know, again, the options were limited. I think I think Alaba Yalette's a you know a solid. It's a safe, solid choice. You know, I mean, I didn't really want to see John Hines. <laughs> yeah, um, that would that wouldn't have been an upgrade for sure. No, I mean, I it, think it, the I, Devils I, fans I, were actually kind of hoping. Yeah, they were they were trying to will that. that one in existence. Yeah, Alex, I still think, as we've talked about, the fishermen I've talked about. I mean, you still the Rangers don't have the big window people think they have. Yeah. I mean, I agree they, with that. you know, I, I wish they had a five-year window. They don't. Olaviolette in the short term, I can live with it. I mean, he, and he tends to do well in the short term. And that's what you're hiring these guys for now. I, now, what do you what do you think about Quick becoming the backup? Do you think that's an upgrade? He did not have a good year. No, mm-hmm. he was bad. He did not have a good year. You know what? I have a lot of faith in Alaire. You know, you know Benny. I mean, he's the one guy that'll have a job with the Rangers no matter what. Yeah. Alaire is the safest guy in the organization. You know, I mean, you're going to have to get 20, 20, 20, 25 out of him. He didn't play well, but can he resurrect it there? Wants to be there. He knows what his role is. I mean, again, you're paying him back. I mean, you know, you, you got him on the cheap, obviously which is what you have to do a backup. That's why I don't understand the Barlamo thing with, with Lou, but I don't know. I mean, are, are they better? I don't think they're better than when they st- ended the season, uh, but they're better than when they started last season. Does that make any sense? I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they started last they started last year with a chasm on right wing. They addressed that. It was not good enough. You know, they, they were non-competitive against the Devils in, in, in the latter portion of that series. So we were the we were pickup was great because you got him at a number I never thought you would get him at. And you, he's a big body guy, he's a top six guy, and you're not asking the world for him. You're asking twenty to twenty five goals, and I don't see why he can't give that to you. And 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 I I think you know even as a diehard Devils fan, I'll give Drury credit that that Miller deal is incredible. Yeah, I mean I think the best thing that Drury did this was their Gustafson deal was really good. He's yeah. He's, 40-something points in, like, 60-something games last year. And most of that came with Lavi in Washington. Mm-hmm. They got him for, what, like 800 grand? Or, I think they got him for 850 or 800 also. So that was a really good deal. Yeah, I think with the, with the Rangers is, like, I don't think they're worse than they were last season. But, like, I don't know how much better they are right. after this offseason, too. Like, I think they're kind of just about the same team that they were last year, which was Probably another 100, 105 point team, uh, close to probably closer to 105, I would think. Uh, I think that, you know, they're pretty much, they're not running it back because they did bring in a lot of new guys, but like in a sense, they kind of are because it's just, I don't think like talent wise, they're like that much better than how they ended last season, but I definitely don't think they're worse either. I think there's, they're definitely, I still think they're, um, the third best team in the Metro. Yeah, I don't. I think Pittsburgh I think has fair. worked. Yeah, well, I think yeah. that's fair. I, I agree. I, with still, that. I, I, I still, think that's the ceiling right now. But who yeah. cares what the ceiling is? Yeah, no. You know, I you, think, gotta, you just got to get there. I still think you're the third best team in the Metro. Um, who knows what you guys, what cap gymnastics you guys will play at the deadline? Because you know, <laughs> it's not hard to get players to want to go play for the Rangers. We we know that. Um, I it, and Coop brings up the big elephant in the room. I mean, this team takes the next step if Kako or Lafaniere take the next step. But until that happens, they're they're stuck in gear a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, were you guys surprised? I mean, I know you look from a Devils perspective, which which is fine. Barkley Goudreau was an excellent pickup. He's done everything you've asked him to do, but you can't pay. Barkley Goudreau, 3.6. And I said it at the time, sooner or later, that comes back to bite you. Uh, we, yeah. We've talked about this. It comes back to bite you. Yeah. He has done exactly what you wanted him to do. But is he – okay, he – you put, I mean, if you put him in a Garnet Hathaway category or maybe a little better, you know, Hathaway's 1.5. You know, exactly. You can't be paying four liners no. more than it, two. It, and you can't pay him term. 
Now you're paying yeah, him six years. That's term. what I was going to say. The term kills you. If, yeah. if you. If you sign him for three years, or if, even if you were thinking about making a cup run and you added him for two just to load up, and that was what it was going to cost he, you, you do it. He has done nothing wrong. I mean, he has provided what you want. You just can't pay a guy three six. Tell me how many good teams have a, a really now. Play him a little bit up and down the lineup, okay? He's been fine. He's been as advertised. I just cringed when I saw the deal when it happened. I'm like, my God. I mean, I remember when it happened. I mean, was there a market? You know, somebody told me there's a market for him. What, you know, I love the guy, but at some point you have to step aside when it gets to that number. Well, yeah. at six years, years it's going to hurt you. Six years, that was really the killer. Like, I remember when it happened, I said, the six years, this is a terrible contract. I said it at the time they signed it. Like, it's going to come back to bite them in a couple of years because. You don't yeah. give six years to that. Type, yeah, like no, what uh, no. Colorado just did with Miles Wood. They're going to oh. regret giving him six years. I mean, he might not even last that whole contract. Um, all right. Uh, anything else you'd like to add about the Rangers? No, I think I think you guys are in agreement with, with my take. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward. They, they should be okay. But, yeah. you know, are, are they – definitely it, for sure. I mean, if somebody said, are they a cup team, I would say they're a fringe. Things have to go right. Things really have to go right, but the guy in gold gives you a chance. Oh, without the guy a doubt, in gold gives you a chance. So that's yep. that's why I wouldn't I wouldn't count the Islanders out of the mix. But you know, if the Rangers are a fringe team, you know, yeah, a fringe, I, cup, a fringe, team, a fringe sure. cup team, I think. Yeah, you know, and you know, the other thing I will say is, as a diehard fan, they have been very knock on wood, very fortunate injury wise in recent yeah. years. Yeah, and, and that's I just what hope I'm that that does not bite them. That's what I'm interested to see now because they just fired Jim Ramsey after like 30 years yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like the guy, I like, are, is their injury luck going to catch up to them now? Like, is that something that with a they new have uh, not, training They staff? have not had any. Yeah. Knock on wood again. They have not had anything long that I'm, that I'm recalling. You know, the, the when, long Mika, like, when Mika first got there, he had the, the broken, you know, the, the shin bone or whatever. The, I, right, yeah, not, I the biggest injury was Putin's threat to Panarin. <laughs> yeah, that took, yeah, him, took him out for three weeks. weeks. Yeah, took yeah. him out for three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, they've been like, very lucky on that front. Now, uh, yeah, that's what I'm interested to see with them is like if have not having Jim Ramsey there, who's the, the organization for like 30 years or something like that, is that going to make a difference for their injury luck this year? Mm-hmm. They could. I, 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 I'm knocking on wood. Because they've been very fortunate. Yeah. Very fortunate. All right. Um, I think that's it on the Rangers. Um, now, I think Alex and I will step back for a second. And, Coop, you get the floor again. Uh, um, what do you think about the Devils? <laughs> well, I. You can be honest. I mean, yeah. look, coming off the, after Game Seven, what am I supposed to say? No, listen, listen. We <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have much to stand on. Fair, fair, fair. All right, but, but, but besides we'll put that, that aside, but they, like, let's talk about the offseason moves. Um, did were you a little surprised that they were able to fit both Brett and Meyer in at long term deals? No, I thought that was going to happen. I think you guys did too, and I think Fitzgerald Fitzgerald finagled it that way. And it, it, it'll come back to our conversation we had in April. Are they, you know goaltending? Are, are they good enough mm-hmm. in goal? Because everywhere else, it's tough to find a hole. Yeah. It's tough to find a hole. Now, you know. Were you surprised with the Toffoli move? Yeah. yeah. Toffoli, you know, you get him at such a good number. <laughs> I mean, you can play wing. You can play center. I was kind of surprised you guys didn't kind of make a play there. They didn't have the cap space. He's they a heck of a million. Yeah, but I mean, like you make the trade and then you what's figure he at it four, out, right? What's he at four? Five? At four Is he at four or five? Yeah, two five. I mean, he's a productive player at that number. Well, he had seventy three points last year, yeah, something. Thirty four like goals and seventy three points. And he played come, all eighty two games too. When, when you come into this devil situation, you don't have to be great. No, yeah, you, you know, just he can, plug if in. he gives you twenty five and thirty five, you're fine. And yeah, the other thing is, is, he's won. He's won a cup, right? He won with LA, yeah. Yeah, so he brings and that. He made, with, he made it with Montreal in two thousand in the bubble. He was on that team. So that's and uh, with a locker room that lacks that, that's another great thing. I mean, you know, I'm I'm going off the path here, but when you know, he's had a heck of a career. But when Alex Kalorn's getting six two for four years, and and you're looking at Toffoli at four five, 
Yeah, I mean, there's no comparison. Nick Fel- and he can play. He can play center. He can play wing. Nick Felino at one four. I mean, he was barely scratching the lineup. Um, all right, all right. And to be fair here, we 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 took apart the Goudreau contract. You could be honest about the Palat contract. <laughs> you know they're not going to age well. No. Yeah. You, know, you 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 and I and Alex could look at the contracts in the league, and they're just none of these six and seven year deals age well. None of them yeah. are going to age well. I now mean, they just don't, especially on the back end. The back end, you know, the Severson the deals, I mean, those last three or four years are, you know, I mean, nothing even, against Amos. Even, they could be ugly. I mean, even the last one or two of Meyer, depending on – I mean, he's 26 and you gave him eight. I mean – It's the way he plays, though. That's It's the way he plays. It concerns well, me. Well, to me, if you're going to give anybody eight, that's the type of guy you give eight. Yeah. When he's twenty six, yeah, and know? then and then he's done after that almost. Then you're then you're taking like Milan Lucic contracts. The thing is, too, is you're hoping now that the, everyone's saying the cap is going to be like above a hundred million dollars in a few years. Like that mm-hmm. these contracts are like, kind of like whatever in four to five years. Like uh, he's not worth eight point eight million dollars. Whatever the salary cap ceiling is at like one hundred five now. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else we want to touch on? Yeah, the Carolina Hurricanes. Oh, I hate that fan base. Yeah, we'll go to them. I think it's the last team we got to cover here. So That's yeah, it. we do. I mean, Tony D's back. Tony yeah, Tony D's D. back. All right. Well, Joe, as I tap dance here, they are currently FanDuel's Cup favorite. Nope. I think DraftKings um, as well. Oh, DraftKings. Maybe that was it. Both, no, both of them. I'm pretty sure it's oh, both. Is it? Yeah. So, um, listen, th- this team's been a, a juggernaut. Uh, at least in the regular season for the past three to four years. I mean, Rod Rod the Bod is legit, and he's got them playing unbelievable hockey. Uh, they seem to have a little bit of Achilles heel when it gets to the playoffs, although they did make it to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. They got promptly swept. Um, they re-signed Ranta. They did sign Orlov. I mean, their back end is it's very good. Very, very good. good. Yes. Um, and they signed, uh, re-signed Anderson. So they're running back with that duo. Uh, I mean, listen, I know they got swept, but I thought Frederick Anderson played well in the playoffs. Um, yeah, he was very good. They signed Bunting. They yeah, signed Bunting. they uh, signed my, uh, Michael Bunting from, and he's just a pest. He plays Rod the Bot hockey. Yeah, he's the perfect fit for that team. Yeah, guys, how if we are to believe what we read, how does Vladimir Tarasenko say no to that? Yeah, didn't they offer him term too? Yeah. Or was- yeah. If, if if what we read is correct, the AO offered tournament. Now, now he, he guess what? He changed agents and still ended up with a one year deal. Yeah, I mean, ended I, up- I mean, I mean, what was the if? Again, it's a big if. What was the reticence to go to Carolina? Yeah, I. I mean, Ottawa. I mean, could on the be cusp. Like yeah, Ottawa could be good this year, but like Carolina, yeah. I mean, if he wants another ring, like I mean, Carolina's. You know, I, I'm not I knocking Ottawa because I think they have a good young team. But I'm just yeah, saying, think, you, 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 Carolina's desperate for a scoring winger, especially after Petrovic has gone. Right? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Though, like, it kind of worked out for Carolina because, like, what are you going to ask Tarasenko to just forecheck team players to uh, other teams to death? Like, right. he doesn't forecheck. Like, that's he really doesn't out. fit Rod the Bond system. Uh, yeah, I don't really fair. think he was re- that great a fit for the Hurricanes. So I think maybe that worked out for them in the end. And, and and bunting is, I, I mean, listen, he's a pest. Uh, yeah, he's he's, he's, he's all for it. Yeah. Yep. yeah, he's. I mean, he he kind of, you know. Um, I think the Leafs are going to miss him, uh, to be yeah. honest, because um, I think he brought a lot of, uh, as I say, sandpaper uh, to the top six. Yeah, he's um, that was a good addition for Carolina because he he they don't play off the rush and he kind of sucks off the rush and but he's great at forechecking and that's. They just four-check teams to death, so he should play yeah. really well. But that top four. Their defense is incredible. Even their third pair is like – I mean, they still have Brad Pesci. Um, you're going to have, like, what, Tony D'Angelo in the third pair if they keep Pesci moving forward? Uh, that's yeah. pretty, it's pretty good. I mean, well, what's the latest with that? Did they sign him? D'Angelo? No, Pesci. No, he oh, signed. Yeah, he's, he's got signed. a year left. The rumor he's got like, four, like four two. Oh, okay. I, and the there was talk. I think they want to try up. to move that salary out of there, yeah. right? Yep, exactly. Okay. Okay. Well, listen. Solid player. Uh, and then, I mean, and then as a you know afterthought, they did add uh, Lemieux. 
but I mean, he's he's Just like not. fourth line depth, really. Yeah, maybe, but he's maybe. annoying too. Like that's Rod the Bod hockey. Yeah, um, just like his father. Um, so yeah, I mean, listen, I, they're still the top of the metro in my eyes. They're they're cream of the crop. Yeah, I agree. I think it's. I mean, they had 112 I mean, points last year. I could honestly see them doing better than that. They're a really good team. I mean, adding Orloff to that. I mean, just alone, yeah. Orloff is incredible. And Burns was a great ad. At his yeah. age, though, he was still a great ad. He's, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a perfect situation for him. Old, yeah. You could shelter him a little bit. You don't have to play him 25. I mean, he's just a good player. He's been a, yeah. he's had a heck of a career. Yeah. Um, I mean, you fought – look, you fought him tooth and nail to the last week of the season. There's nothing to say you wouldn't do it again this year. Seriously, I mean, you didn't get, bad, you didn't get worse. Penzu's and goal. That's right. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. It comes down both to sides. You'll get both teams. Yeah, it comes down to Kira Schmidt taking the next step forward for the Devils, and you know, being the the guy. Is he is he just a little bit of a flash in the plan, or um, or can he do it? I think he can do it, but he's still only twenty three years old. He just turned twenty three years old at the end of May, so still a young guy. Yeah, you know, there's no downside with where you guys are. The, the only thing is you you might not get the answers you need during a regular season where you, if you roll up 110 points and then, you know, third week in April, the curtain goes up and he's, you know, I mean. You never know. No, you don't. You don't. But, you know, a lot, a lot can happen between now and then. A lot can yeah. happen, as we know. The only, the, only, the only team we didn't touch on was the Caps. But Oh, we can still go to them. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. They didn't do much. But, treadmill, right? Treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. Ready. I mean, they're just they're just getting the. Jeez, uh, I am off my game today. Uh, we, uh, yeah, we forgot the Washington Capitals. No, it's just. You know. I mean, yeah, Pacioretty. I mean, but the, the, the Capitals are just on on Ovi watch until yeah. Ovi breaks the record. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're. I mean, they're yeah. so blatant about it too. Um, I mean, their their actions at the deadline last year said everything, right? Like they were in a playoff spot and they traded everyone away, or they were right there. Um. Yeah, I mean they're they're just on OB watch. They're not they're not good anymore. They they're old. I mean I, they need bounce back seasons from Backstrom and Wilson. But after that hip procedure that Backstrom had, like how much does he have left in the tank? I don't yeah. think he's. Are they going to trade Kuznetsov? They're trying. I mean, I think Saravalli had said on one of the DFO rundowns this summer that they have been aggressively trying to trade him, but I guess they haven't been able to find a taker so far. Um, yeah, I, I, the Caps, probably like the sixth best team in the Metro. Um, I think they'll be like, they're not going to be terrible, but they're not going to be good enough to get in the playoffs, I don't think. And that Tom um, Wilson deal. Ooh. Yeah, that was bad. I, I don't, I mean, I know they're like on OV watch and stuff too, but that still didn't make a lot of sense to me. It just kind of like, so what they did at the deadline last Offseason made me think they're going to like try to retool or rebuild uh, a little bit just to get more competitive with Ovechkin. But giving Tom Wilson a contract like that just makes me wonder what the plan kind of really is there in Washington yeah. moving forward. Thank you, Alex. You said it. They are they are right in the middle of what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you you know you take the right or you take the left. I, I don't know. If, yeah. You know, Pittsburgh's got the top-end talent. I'm not sold on them by any means, even without the deal. But, you know, Carlson's older. Ovi's older. Oshie's older. I mean, he's – I don't know. what. You know what? It, 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 I think they tried to retool, you know. I mean, you want to keep a guy like Orloff, and they didn't. But I don't know what you do when you're McClellan. I mean, you, you want to improve, but are you taking – Two steps forward, take three back, and then to take four more back the following year. I don't know. Yeah, I think they're, they're, right, they're, they're right in the middle of no man's land. It seems maybe like. they just want a team good enough to get Ovechkin the goal record. That's what I'm thinking. But yeah, I mean, like what is he seventy two away or something like he's, that? I, yeah, he's going to get it. Not this season, unless he goes on like some crazy bender. But you know, um, yeah, he could get it in the 2024-25 season. Do you think the Carberry signing tells you? Tells you a few things too. Yeah, yeah I mean, highly I, regarded. Though. He is. No, no, no. I'm not like, knocking, but you're you're going with a neophyte on a yeah, veteran team, exactly. which is not what you would do if you're like the Rangers are take the Rangers are going to bring in Laviolette for better or worse, proven guy, 
with a team with a two, two, three year window. You know, they should have just went and got Bruce again. But had Bruce be the happy go lucky guy behind the bench as Ovi gets, you know, the record. It would have been a lot of fun to watch with Bruce Boudreaux. Because it, you're, you're, to your point, Coop, they're, they're, they're not really putting this guy, they're not setting him up yeah. to succeed. And I don't know that their minor league system is really good. Yeah, it's better than like Boston or Pittsburgh's, but it's yeah. still it's not that great. Yeah. So, did I forget any more Metro teams uh, or any other teams? You can, if you forget, so, no worries. Yeah, no worries. Uh, we're, we're good. We, we got everything this time. Okay, uh, and we just hit the hour mark too. So. Yeah. Um, all right, final predictions. I think we're at uh, Carolina 1, Devils 2, Rangers 3, Penguins 4, Islanders 5? I got them 5, yeah. Yep, and then uh, 6, the Capitals, 7, Columbus, and 8, Philadelphia? Yeah, you could even like flip Columbus and Philadelphia. It could go either way, I think. I thought you could flip uh, Washington and Columbus. Uh, yeah, I can see it. If Fantilli is really that good and they get a rebound from Merz Leakins. But uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. One more thing I'll toss out there that my buddy here and I were talking about. What? With the Thomas Tatars of the world, are these guys looking at PTOs? I mean, yeah, you can help a team. Tatar is the, the one free agent I look at on the board. Tom Claw is like, not a bad guy. You know, he's 24. 20, I mean, you're, are these guys going to end up with PTOs? Someone like Comtois probably could. Tatar, I don't – like, does he have, like, a handshake deal with the Devils that he comes back, but they just need to free up cap space first? I'm really surprised he's still available. He put Uh, a training video out this week in full full Devils garb. Yeah, like like a team like Ottawa or Buffalo makes a lot of sense for him. Um, The Islanders. Oilers. I think he'd be great on the Oilers. Oilers don't have cap space anymore because they still need to get Bouchard signed, and that's going to probably come close to $4 million. So I don't even think they could fit in Tatar anymore. I'm really surprised out there. Does any good team have cap space? No. Seriously, it's it's insane. It's insane. I mean, this is a buyer's market now. Yeah, I mean, we need the cap at this point. Does Dallas have any room? I could see him going to Dallas. Uh, I'm not sure. They might. I mean, at this point, he's probably only going to cost like $2 million on a one-year deal around that. Yeah. They don't have, he doesn't have any leverage. Yeah. Or Iserman brings him back to Detroit to add some veteran mm-hmm. pieces yeah. there. I mean, they've added so much. This sprung and Debrinket there. I'm not even sure where Tatar would fit in in Detroit. Like, Buffalo makes the most sense to me. Like, they should probably add him. If they really want to, like, secure – or not secure, but, like, really give themselves good odds of, you know, getting one of those spots in the Atlantic, I feel like Tatar would be a really good fit for Buffalo. Yeah. I think you keep hearing, you know, both Buffalo talk about, you know, again, this is all Twitter, whatnot, you know, looking for a goalie. I mean, aren't, aren't you going to just ride with Levi? Or yeah, I think that the issue that they have there is one, he's he's still really young. And then two, is like yeah. the guys behind him, like, do they have, how much confidence do they have in Comrie or uh, Pekka Lukanen? Like, they need one of those guys to be good so they don't have to play Levi. They don't have to overwork Levi based on, you know, what he was as a prospect and talent wise, it would probably be Pekka Lukanen, but um, they they need to see something from him first. He hasn't really lived up to it in the NHL yet. If you're starting a team, we'll put the dart aside. You start? Are you starting with Hughes? I mean, you, you could name ten guys. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin would be in the mix. Yeah, he would not yeah. be necessarily at the top, but he'd be top ten if you're starting a team. Yeah, Darlene's up there. He's McCarr, yeah, he, listen, listen. This is for another podcast because okay. we could go. Know, we I'm could not, go forty-five I, minutes on yeah, this. Yeah, we could. Uh, this this really could be another podcast. Sorry, yeah, guys. Yeah, I, that I we're Coop. You'll be back because uh, we still have too fired up six weeks to go. So we're, we're going to definitely need some filler content. We, we so did. that's actually a good topic for another earnings yeah. podcast. What we're yeah. going to do is is we're going to draft a team. And yeah. okay. We'll draft a team. Can be no draft picks from this year. Mm-hmm. All right, and we just you, we'll go around until you have a our own fantasy team. And, and when you Pretty have a much, 20, yeah. when you have a twenty-three man roster, all right. Okay, that's going to be the next podcast. And we'll put a salary cap into like you have to do it Ooh. within this certain amount of money. Yeah, that's going to take some effort. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah, I brought this up. You guys family. shouldn't have me on. I next brought this week, up. next okay. next week. <laughs> Oh, next week I got next a week. lot of work to do. You have homework this weekend, wow. Cole. Wow. 
Wow. You brought it up. Here you go. Wow. All right. It's going to take us a while to put 23-man team together. I think we ought to look at No, it'll Paris. be fine. Okay. It'll right. be fine. If you do your homework beforehand. Just use the, the roster builder on crap, cap friendly. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> it's too, it's too, this is a lot of work now. Yeah. What was I thinking? All right, guys. Um, with that being said, a huge thank you to Coop for hopping on. Uh, always a pleasure to have you. Guys, always fun. Alex, thank you very much. Enjoy the yeah, rest of your summer. Thanks again. Uh, yeah. it's, it's easy stuff. Um, Alejandro, uh, we will. Uh, that's a wrap on uh, season two, episode six. Everyone have a happy and healthy weekend, and let's go, Devils. Let's go, Devils.